0: Today, to help me discuss the lesson, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, I have two esteemed gentlemen. First of all, Elder Patrick Wilson, one who loves evangelism and is evangelizing his neighborhood even now as we speak. Welcome, Elder Patrick. Thank you,
1: Elder Roger. It is truly a pleasure to be here, and I look forward to the discussion we would have as it relates to the topic.
0: Amen, amen. And we have Elder Keith Rollins, one who's been involved as being a deacon in the church for quite some time, and now he's an elder. And so I'm, I know that God will use him to grow the church and move him also to higher heights. Welcome, Elder Rollins. Good to be here, Elder all, and it's a pleasure. Amen. So we, before we begin, we will ask you, Elder Wilson, to say a word of prayer. Yes, let us pray.
1: Heavenly Father, we are so blessed to be here to discuss your word. Yes. As it relates to your topic, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We ask now that you will draw nigh to us, that as we discussed your topic, your name would be uplifted and glorified. This is our prayer.
0: In your precious name, we pray. Amen Amen. Amen. and amen. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. I'd just like to read a comment by Ellen White from The Desire of Ages, pages 24 and 25. And she writes about Jesus. She's describing his humanity. She writes, by his humanity, Christ touched humanity. By his divinity, he lays hold upon the throne of God as the Son of Man. And I just want to pause there because you can imagine that picture. Christ is touching us humans, and yet he's still holding on to the throne of God. And that's such a beautiful picture. And she goes on to to write that he gave us an example of obedience. As the Son of God, he gives us power to obey. It was Christ, who was from the bush on Mount Harab, spoke to Moses, saying, I am that I am. Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am had sent me unto you. This was the pledge of Israel's deliverance. So when he came in the likeness of men, he declared himself the I am. The child of Bethlehem, the meek and lowly Savior, is God, manifest in the flesh. And to us, he says, I am the good shepherd. I am the living bread. I am the way, the truth, and the life. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. I am the assurance of every promise. I am Be not afraid, she says to us. And I find that so encouraging as she points out what the Bible says, that Christ continually pointed out that he is the great I am. Amen. And so I would ask you, how has God demonstrated his unwavering faithfulness to his covenant despite the people being unfaithful? You know, God has... God has said that He will be our King. He will be our Priest. He will be our All in All, and at no point has He moved away from that. Now we've said some things to God, and I very often we move away from it. But so, how has God demonstrated His unwavering faithfulness to His covenant despite our unfaithfulness?
1: You know, Elder Uh, I just want to pick just a portion, one paragraph of the opening uh, uh, lesson study. And it talks on the topics revealed in the Psalms include Christ's deity, his sonship, his obedience, his zeal for God's temple, his identity as the good shepherd. Mm. I want to zoom in on his zeal Mm. for God's temple. Yes, You know, zeal suggests that God will go above and beyond mm-hmm. to save his people. Mm-hmm. You know, John 3, 16 says it all. For God <laughs> so loved the world mm-hmm. that he gave his so one loved. and only mm-hmm. begotten Son mm-hmm. that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Amen. And then it makes reference to God's temple. Sometimes we, we would think that the temple suggests to some structure. Yes, uh-huh, right, of course. But uh-huh. God, God uh, uh, really... Uh, 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 dispute that when in John uh, in John chapter 2 verse 19 through 21 it says that Jesus answered and said to them destroy this temple and in three days mm-hmm. I will raise it up mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. the Jews said it has taken 40 years to build this temple and will you raise it up in three days but he was speaking of the temple of his body
0: yes Yes.
1: So we are his temple. Amen. And it talks about this zeal that God has for his temple.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Amen. You Amen. know.
2: When I think about it, when we talk about um God demonstrating his unwavering faithfulness, um, you know, the scripture tells us that while we were sinners, he died, he died for, for us. us. Here it is, we are in this state of unfaithfulness. We ain't even looking at God. We're not, we're going in the totally opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And in yeah. that state, He comes after us. Wow. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you could imagine how crazy that might be for, for I mean, you see someone going in a, in, away from you, and they are persistently going yeah. away from yeah. you, yeah. Mm-hmm. no matter how you call them. And so he demonstrates his faithfulness in that um, he reaches out to us in our lowest depths mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, when we when we don't even care. Yeah. And so the, this is the ultimate show of a faithful God yeah. who cares for us no matter what state we're in, in our worst state. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And and I. Go ahead. Another, mm-hmm. You know, John chapter 10 and verse 11 through 15 speaks of God's unwavering love for his children. Mm. And it says that I am the good shepherd. Yes. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Mm. But a hireling,
3: mm-hmm. one who's mm-hmm. hired, yeah. who really yeah, 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 doesn't
1: yeah. have that yeah. intimate relationship yeah. with the mm-hmm. sheep, mm-hmm. right? But a hireling, he who not who he he who is not the shepherd one who does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees and the wolf catches the sheep and scatter them the hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep i am the good shepherd And I know my sheep, and I am known by my own. Mm. As the Father know me, even so, I know the Father. And I lay down my life
0: for the sheep. Hallelujah. Yeah, the
2: hireling. The hireling only on the payroll. That's That's right. That's it.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's only going to do what's necessary to collect that pay. Right. And no more. No No more. No (laughs) more. That's and, why
1: it's good to be under the care of the good shepherd. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, yes. And a picture that came to mind when you were talking about God, um, you know, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And um, sometimes we have way with children, and uh, once they become adults, um, uh, you tend it gets to the point where you literally say, "I wash my hand off you." That's mm. it, you know. But as you look at this picture, God never does that. No, He don't stop. Mm. He stays after you, after you, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And that's an indication, uh, encouragement for us to say, you know what? No matter how terrible that child is, Mm -hmm. no matter how far down the road he goes, Mm -hmm. we should be like God and always reach out to that child to win them back to Mm. get them on what we call the straight and narrow. Yes.
1: He sticks closer
2: than a brother.
0: Amen. Amen. And how could
2: we neglect so great salvation? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Amen. Because we love him because he first loved us. us. And we didn't even have it in mind he loved us. Yes. He's the initiator. And once we come to our sense to realize that love, what other Mm. expression can we give him? Yeah. Yeah. His love.
1: Going through our crucibles, mm. going through our struggles. Mm-hmm. He said he will never leave you, mm. nor forsake mm-hmm. you, and mm-hmm. he will be with mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. unto the mm-hmm. uttermost ends of the zone. And so it tells us that regardless of wherever you go, God will be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: He'll be with us. Yes. And so you've touched on uh, the next thing I was going to mention is what are some of the reinsurances that uh, that uh, God will bring to his struggling children. And, and as you mentioned, he, he, he promised never to leave us or forsake us. So what, what other reassurances that we have that we would know that God is going to be with us no matter what?
1: <laughs> God in so many ways has demonstrated hmm. that he's a God who loves us more than we can even imagine. Mm, mm -hmm. He will go above and beyond. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the reasons why he sent his one and only son to die for us. mm -hmm. You can imagine. One who sends his only son. Let's look Mm. at it from the human perspective. That will never happen. (laughs) Mm. But God recognized that in order to save humanity, it speaks of his love. And that love is unmatchable. It, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it, no one can, 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 can really uh, 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 come to grip with mm-hmm. that kind of love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But God sends his only son to Amen. die. Amen. So that we will have life and have it more abundantly.
0: Yes. And, and we have to, I, I think even as you mentioned that, we need to focus on like what, what is called kingdom principle. Yeah. Because the King has decided to save his kingdom he's going to send his son to die to save the kingdom you know and and it, as if as you look at that, it's probably more understandable that that you you know as opposed to in this day and age, my one good son i get I get put him where for you you who so um evil, you who so wicked, you who ain't worth nothing, I've invested everything t- into my son, and now I'm going to send him somewhere to clean up a mess to his detriment that mm. you've done. Uh, that's We're, we're not going to do that. He stands at the door of
1: our hearts, right? <laughs> and he continuously knocked. As hardened as our heart would be, he just continued. He continued. Mm. He continued to knock. Mm. And the Bible tells us that if any man open that door, mm. he will come in and suffer. Mm. You know, God can do, he's all powerful. And we see that display even with Paul on the road to Damascus, right? When he was on a mission to destroy God's people. Mm-hmm. But God mm-hmm. stopped him in mm-hmm. his tracks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and asked him the question, "Why do thou persecute this mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm.
1: And Paul asks, "How? How am I persecuted?" You know, you know. But God is truly an awesome God. Yes.
2: When when I think about the assurance given, all that was said here, um, it just tells us that assurance we have is that God spares no means to save. Yes. yes. He spares mm-hmm. no means mm-hmm. to save.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm smi- I'm smiling when you talk about how Paul and God stopped him in his tracks because I can be honest with you, my personal testimony is, is just that. I was, for lack of a better, hell-bent on doing evil. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and God literally stopped me in my tracks and says, Okay, here am I. I'm going to give you an opportunity to know me. Really, so that you can, you think you're doing good, but you're actually doing evil. Let me show you how to do good. Hey, Elder.
1: (laughs) Elder, man, God is truly a God we can't really phantom. His, his, his thoughts uh you know our minds are not as his mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. God changes he transforms us he puts us on a on a new path, right mm. and, 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 and and you know I, I'm almost going to Isaiah when he heard the voice of the Lord mm-hmm. and this way this way you know I was doing all sorts of stuff myself in my day a but well, here it is, now you find me, or even every Wednesday, every Wednesday, you know, I, I recognize that God has called me for a purpose.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, uh, in, in, at birth, the, the pastor told, told my parents, no, the doctor told my parents that, hey, I don't believe he would make it. Mm. he would not make it. Mm. You know, uh, so they called the priest. As a Catholic, you know, mm-hmm. the child have to be mm-hmm. prayed for prior to passing. So mm-hmm. the priest was called in and he prayed. Mm. But God had a, a different plan in store for me. I'm standing here, sitting here, uh, 67 years later.
0: Bless the Lord. 67
1: <laughs> years later, telling about his goodness. And then just the other day, I was on the on the on the on the on the uh, operation table, my prostate, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And then I look at my children. You know, it was PJ. PJ was placed in hospital at one point. Uh, he was so dehydrated, and the doctor said, "It's a good thing you all brought him in." He was at an, an infant. Mm-hmm. And Michael, he he swallowed a needle, mm-hmm. right. And so you can imagine what we were going through. The doctor suggests that we go through his his passing, so as to see if he passes out the needle. Mm. And thank God he
0: did. Mm. Amen. So God is truly good. Yes, yes. And he yes. goes
1: above and beyond. And sometimes we can't even see him in all that he has done for
3: us. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. God, God really is 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 fantastic. And so, uh, Elder Keith, I'd like to ask you uh, to. Um, How does Christ's unique and superior priesthood, according to the order of Melchizedek, strengthen the certainty of salvation for God's people? And obviously, say a little bit about who's this uh, Melchizedek and the order that you're talking about.
2: Um, You know, in um, my—because I—at some point I used to wonder, because I used to hear occasionally the order of Melchizedek, um, in the case of where Abraham, he actually gave tithes to Melchizedek. Now, from what I understand, he was the king of Salem, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he was also a high priest.
0: Priest of the Most High God.
2: And so, this is where the significance of this order, because um, Melchizedek was a king and a priest, mm-hmm. and in his in the scripture where it refers to kings who offer sacrifices, it wasn't that they offered themselves. They took it to the priest mm. to offer the okay. sacrifice mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. So even though it's worded that way, that is what happened. It was taken to the priest. So in the case of Christ now being—because also with this um, priest of, of Melchizedek, it was actually superior to the Levitical priesthood. Mm. It was before the Levites came mm-hmm. into play mm-hmm. on their order of priesthoods. Mm-hmm. So— um, so, this was superior to theirs. And so, with Christ being of the order of the priesthood, according to Melchizedek, he is also king. He is also priest. Yes. So, yes. here it is with that combination, We have the certainty of salvation. Because in the case of Christ, as it says in the bottom of Thursday's lesson... Um, Christ upholds a superior covenant that is based on God's oath, not human promises. He serves in the heavenly sanctuary. His priesthood is not affected by sin or death okay. like okay. that of human priests. Mm. And thus, he can intercede for and save his people forever. Amen. So when we look at, um, you know, that alone strengthens our certainty um, of salvation in that Christ is not affected by anything as even the earthly priests were mm. he is king and priest he is far superior and so that is where our assurance lies and that is where we our, our faith is strengthened and we have the certainty of salvation Amen. because we have Christ as our priest.
0: Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just wonderful. Yes. Um, and so as we, we, we look in the Gospels, we see that um, a number of things, it, as we study the Psalms, we see a number of prophecies. And then we look in the Gospels, and we see that Christ fulfilled quite a number of prophecies that are in the Psalms. So... How what, what makes you how do you when you read that and realize that, how does that affect you in believing that God's word is, is true? How does it because the Psalms were written long before Christ came as a uh, in human form to this earth and lived and died for us. And yet He fulfilled so many things that was written before time. Uh, you know, oftentimes we we hear about people prophesying, and it's very, very often it's hit, hit and miss. Mm. And even if they get one or two right, we marvel mm. at them. But here we see where the Bible has prophesied time and time again that things will happen, and Christ now is the fulfillment of those prophecies. How, how does that make you feel about the veracity of God's Word?
2: Mm. Mm. You know, when we um, consider the fact that... Um, Years before, I mean, even when it mentioned down to particular elements in that, you know, they cast lots for Jesus' garments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, um, there's also mention of, um, where was it? It's in some, i try trying to remember what there was, the other, um, like, particular element of it. But um, it's a number of things, but when we look at how detailed, like, a little thing that 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 was spoken of then is what actually happened. As in the case of Jesus, it spoke about his life and his death, mm-hmm. even the mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. of his death. Mm-hmm. Um, that speaks to 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 how God's word is 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 true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when we look at other scripture that prefer to refer to prophecy, um, and that we have experienced over the years, different things have happened. As the Bible has, has also um, said would happen, um, and even when we look at you know the heart of men growing colder, mm. it mentions so many things that we can look at that speaks to the validity of God's word that we can trust it.
0: Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, so as we we move through and and we 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 can uh, we know that God's word is true and His word is sure. So what what um consolation do you get when when you you read words of Christ and he says, "All power is given to me and and heaven and earth he, he basically he gives us our marching orders to to go, but he before going he assures us that we won't go powerless. He lets you know that all power is is given to him in heaven and in earth and 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 think about that. In heaven and in earth, all the power in heaven, all the power in earth is given to Jesus. How, how does that uh, make you feel when, when you're evangelizing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> One graphic
1: depiction of Christ's ultimate victory is found in the pre advent
0: scene in
1: Daniel 7 which shows that after judgment is given in favor of the saints of the Most High, his kingdom is established and his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Yes, because yes. Because of the cross, the promise, <laughs> the, the promise of the kingdom is assured. Right? A blessing is promised to all who trust in the king and the people rejoice in the mass and the Messiah's sovereign and righteous reign. Mm. You know, when we go into the evangelistic field, when we go into the community and tells of God's goodness, right? It gives us the the assurance that whatever God says he will do. Mm. He will do. (laughs) And we will not turn back on his word. Mm. So we have that promise. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, when I think about the consolation we get from Christ's words, all power is given unto me. Now, I'm in the construction field, right? And if I have to demolish a wall and I have a sledgehammer, I have this really solid... Chipping hammer. Um, and I know this gonna get the job done. And so that confidence I have in the fact that I have this tool that's gonna to do what I need done.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: When Christ says all power is given unto me, and that power is available to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what else I need? We <laughs> talk about consolation, you almost <laughs> past <passed> consolation now, <laughs> right? So when we look at when we apply it to our lives, and, and we see that we have this at our hand, and and, and by faith we grasp it, um, and even it backtrack to the previous question when you talk about resisting um, the anything that that um, and every settlement that mm-hmm, tends to mm-hmm. weaken our trust in God, mm-hmm. when we realize that um, the entrance of God's word gives light. When we realize that, when we um, um, when we study God's word, our faith is built.
0: Amen.
2: Our faith will not be built if we don't study, mm. because mm. faith comes by hearing, yes. and hearing by the word of God. Yes. yes. And so, once we have that connection, that is built through faith on His word, and it, it's not going to come if we don't study it, mm. if we don't know it, mm. and so and once we know it we know the power that's available and and in knowing the power that's available we have access through the holy spirit amen. to utilize it that cuz he uses it through us because it's not of ourselves
0: amen, you know, amen. it's
1: just
2: for our asking you know mm. when we go into the community we
1: ask god to go before us mm. and to prepare the way mm-hmm. you know and and, and and allow those those persons be we, 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 we try to reach would be receptive to the message that we yes, bring. Yes, You know, uh, there are many who just sits in the churches, right, and not go out mm. in Christ. And when we look at the signs that, that are before us, right, we recognize there are many out there, right? who's waiting, just just yearning yes. to hear, the, to, 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 to be given an invitation. Yes. You know, and sometimes when we go, right, uh, we go intending to bless others, <laughs> but we recognize yes. that we are blessed yes. as a result of this. Yes,
0: it. yes, yes. And so yes.
1: God is truly an awesome God, and he gives us that power, and he gives us consolation when we go. Mm-hmm. be a spiritually mm-hmm. uplifted.
0: Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. So so as we're doing his will and we're doing we're co labors with him, yes. mm-hmm. he's actually blessing us more than we could imagine and and you'd mention more than we could ask or even think. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, and that's that's uh, that is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And and so we're encouraged to recognize when, as the topic says, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, that Jesus is our all in all. Yes. He's our king, he's our high priest of an ever an eternal order, yes. as opposed to the political order that mm-hmm. was um, just uh, temporary. Right. Yeah, right. And so, truly, it is a blessing uh, to hear from both of you. And so, I'd like to say thank you, Elder Wilson, for joining us, and Elder Rollins, for joining us today, as we have talked about. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And I would like to thank our viewing and listening audience. And we are encouraging you to study the word of God so that you too will know his will and do it. Amen. Amen. Amen.